0: It's kind of funny to me that seemingly out of nowhere, everyone is talking about how eating healthy is trendy. I've actually kind of laughed when I think about it because people are like, oh, you're eating real food and, you know, fruits and vegetables and non-GMO and organic and all these things and people keep talking about how it's trendy and then I'm thinking to myself, wait a second, this is how our grandparents ate. This is how our ancestors ate. I don't know why this is all of a sudden trendy, but it is, and there's a conversation around it about what we're putting in our bodies and processed food and all of that kind of stuff. Well, my guest today wanted to make eating healthy, clean, organic food, smoothies, and juices more accessible. So she and her husband started a business. Welcome to Business with Purpose. I'm your host, Molly Stillman of Still Being Molly, and this show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, companies, and small businesses that are changing the world. Each week, I interview an entrepreneur, CEO, community leader, or just an amazing person who's trying to make a positive impact, not only through their personal life, but with their professional career. My goal is to show you that no matter what you do for a living, you can make an impact right where you are. My guest this week is Kat Eccles, the founder of Clean Juice, the only USDA-certified organic juice bar franchise in the country. Now, I'm a massive fan of Clean Juice because I may or may not go to the one near my house pretty regularly, and so I was really excited to have Kat on the show to hear the Clean Juice story. This conversation is full of so much insight and information and inspiration, and you are going to love it. So, without further ado, on to my conversation with Kat. Kat, I am not going to lie. So I, there have been a few guests I've had on the show that are the owners of companies that I either just really love or I use their products every single day or I just feel like personally vested in, um, invested in and clean juice is one of them. So Uh my listeners and my Instagram followers know how much I love clean juice because I'm there a lot. Um, I'm a clean juice ambassador for the or juice booster. Sorry, Mm -hmm. juice booster for the (laughs) South Durham location. And I just love it so much. And so the chance to like sit down with you and actually have a conversation and get to know you and hear the clean juice story. I'm just I'm a little bit excited.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, that's so wonderful. And we very much appreciate you and your loyal Tea and um, I'm so excited to be here. So, thanks for having me.
0: Yes. So, Cat, I'm going to have you do what all my guests do, and that's give us the Cat 101. So, tell us, you know, who you are and how you got to starting Clean Juice.
1: Sure. So, um, I guess I start. Um, I'm a mom of five. So, uh, my, my husband hero. and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, My husband and I have five little children, and um, we started our family young. We were right out of college, and um, I always say back in the day, it's not like this as much now, but back when my husband and I were in college, it was, you know, not so cool to be vegan and eat healthy, and it was way cooler to, you know, eat fast food and drink beer, (laughs) so (laughs) we kind of transitioned pretty quickly from that college lifestyle into being a parent, And, um, I remember, you know, holding my first daughter and I was like, shoot, I have to like live for this kid, (laughs) you know, like this is like a real responsibility and it's, you know, I have to be at my best. And of course I wanted to do the best for her. So, um, I was a stay at home mom at that point and, um, kind of in my free time, my passion was just reading all about health and wellness and, um, and food and kind of the way that, um, our bodies needed to eat a certain way to, you know, fight disease and fight, um, kind of these, these scary things like, you know, cancer and heart disease and these things that I was seeing, you know, my friend's parents die of and all that kind of stuff. So, um, during that time I start, I was like, I was in trouble cause I'm like, I don't really like vegetables. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, rejected them my whole childhood and my mom tried everything to get me to eat them. But I just, you know, I'm a, I'm a carbs girl. <laughs> so, um, I had Me trouble too. with that, but I realized <laughs> that, um, you know, I could put spinach and Swiss chard and dandelion greens and all of these things that like, I would never really eat into a smoothie with a banana and a couple blueberries. And it all of a sudden tasted really good. So, um, I started at home making these green smoothies. They were really like brown smoothies at that point because I would stuff everything I had in the, (laughs) in the fridge in them and, you know, put a little banana. But, um, so I started doing that a lot at home and, um, really just loved how I felt. Um, you know, when you start eating that way, obviously your body just, um, starts to crave it. So, um, I would make those smoothies a lot at home and, um, during that whole time, my husband was traveling a ton. He was in the pharmaceutical industry and then left that to um, pursue a uh, – he started a company with his family that was doing international real estate. So he was actually gone like quite often. He would be traveling to Asia and I would be at home with our kids You know, for sometimes two, three weeks at a time. And um, I remember he got back from one of his trips. And during, I was pregnant with our fourth child at that point, And we both were like, this just isn't working. You know, it just, it wasn't a healthy environment for him. It wasn't a healthy environment for me and the kids to be separated from him and just to kind of always be living apart. And, you know, our family obviously is the most important thing to us. And it's just, that's not how we wanted to raise our kids. So he decided to take a step back from that and, um, during that time, I remember we were um, out on our boat in Pennsylvania, and um, I said out of nowhere, I said, let's move to Charlotte, because his family lived here, and I said, let's open a juice bar. And he said, okay, so we literally, this is you know, such a God, it's our best God moment ever, but we drove home, we I was like literally eight months pregnant, uh, we drove home, we packed everybody up in the car, we drove down to Charlotte that next day and bought a house. So we just, um, we kind of went at it full force and we never looked back. And um, out of that, Clean Juice came and we opened our first store in Burkdale And, um, you know, the rest is kind of history.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. What year was this that you just literally picked up everything and moved to Charlotte and opened a juice bar?
1: <laughs> so it was um, the summer of 2014. So you got this idea to open up a,
0: a juice bar and this was just sort of from your you know experiments at home with making smoothies and were you also juicing at home like where did the actual idea come from
1: so um I was mostly into smoothies at that point I was kind of um trickling into juicing but I just was really familiar with smoothies and I loved that you could kind of get everything in there you know I would do flax seeds and chia seeds and all these kind of superfoods um but, yeah, I just was doing it at home. and I lived in, you know, suburban Pennsylvania, and there was no juice bars around. And I'm thinking, you know, there's got to be all these other busy moms like me that want to feed their family that way and they want to, you know, they want to have access to that, but they just don't. So we were, you know, like I, for play dates, we would go to chick-fil-a, you know, and we would yeah. play in the playground. But I'm like, people want other places to be able to meet that's not, you know, coffee or chick-fil-a. So, um, I remember everybody was telling us, they said, you know, you're crazy, you need to go to New York City or LA to do this. That's the only place where something like this will work. And I, I, I just knew in my heart that that wasn't true. I knew there was all these people in these underserved communities that wanted access to healthy food while they were on the go. So and we also knew we're like, if this can work in, you know, suburban North Carolina, <laughs> we think it can work anywhere because we're in the, you know, barbecued capital of the world. But um, there's just all these people that, you know, every day people are awakened to how much our food matters and how it really is important about what we're putting in our bodies to fight these diseases and to live longer lives and do the best things we can for our family.
0: And when you moved to Charlotte, I mean, you, cause you were a stay at home mom prior to this. How did you even know where to start on actually opening up a juice bar, like getting all of the supplies, staffing? Yeah. I mean, it just feels, I mean, to know that this was in the summer of 2014, we're in 2019 and in five years, I mean, what you have grown clean juice to, which we'll get to in a minute is incredible. So like, how did you even know how to start all of this?
1: Well, I always, I never want to, um, never want to underestimate or, you know, underemphasize the importance of, um, God and Jesus and our whole journey in this. I just think that, um, we were. We've been really, really. You know, I hate the like hashtag blessed, but God has just been really good in directing our paths and opening up the right doors for us, and um, just kind of giving us His insight and knowledge. So, um, I always want to start with that. <laughs> but um, outside of that, I have a really wonderful and smart husband who just has a. Um, he has a good business mind. You know, he just he's a hard worker and he's direct. And he's, um, it's funny. I met people ask me all the time, like, weren't you so scared opening that first store? And cause we didn't have, this was like, I mean, we put every penny of our savings into it and then some, and probably maxed out all of our credit cards and then some to do this. So this was like, we didn't have anything. I remember, you know, that first year we were like the very, you know, thank God we had clean juice because that's how we were able to afford our fruits and vegetables, you know? <laughs> um, But we just uh, we put everything we had into it. So but I was never nervous because my husband just, you know, smart and he gets it and he was able to kind of he's a great problem solver. um, So that was really important. But retail is hard, you know, and it's all the time. And I think that um, some of our early hurdles were just kind of figuring out, like you said, how to source things and um, finding the right people but we just did it all instinctually. Like I tell people that all the time is how important it is not to overthink things. So, you know, we actually went to Costco for the first nine months because Costco is one of the best places that you can find, you know, frozen organic fruits. So three times a week, my husband and I would go up, He had a big truck, we would get a big flatbed and we would load up cases and cases and cases of organic strawberries and organic mango and organic blueberries to make our smoothies and um, as far as staffing, we started at places we knew. you know, we're very lucky to have a great church down here. And um we were involved with the kids' ministry. So we knew a lot of teenagers that volunteered in that. So they were our first staff and the best staff. And what's cool about clean juice is it's it's a you know, it's a entry level job for teenagers, but it's a cool job, right? It's not like, you know, slinging burgers or whatever. It's like they're learning all this stuff about food, and it's high, you know, high paced and fun. and Um, So we were really lucky with that. But it was a lot of learning as you go. We always joke like I was – I'm kind of the more creative, like, visionary, like, you know, idea one. But um, I had to really hone into my detail side to um, get all of our organic paperwork going. And I designed all of our first menu boards with, like, a point-and-click design software. So um, we've come a very long way from that. But I think just in the beginning it was Landon and I – doing everything that we could do and just working, I mean, around the clock. And I think you really have to give it your all if you want your business to be successful, especially in that early season. Um, Just putting everything you have into it is, is what got us to where we are today.
0: You have, you know, mentioned this a few times and it's one of the things that I love so much about clean juice is I kind of, I, I joke with my friends that clean juice is basically the healthy Chick-fil-A um, because yeah. you guys have faith at the forefront of your business. Um, you mm-hmm. have scripture on literally everything like every, you know, cup and, you know, takeaway item that you have scripture on, you know, branded material, it's in the stores. Um, And I just think that's incredible because you just don't see that very often. I mean, the only ones that can come to mind are clean (laughs) juice, uh, cookout and Chick-fil-A are like all have scripture or um, just the faith at the front of their business, even though it's not. A church or even like, right. uh, you know, a religious nonprofit business. It's a mm-hmm. secular business that just happens to be owned by Christians. Um, mm-hmm. And I just think that's incredible. And so I would just love for you to share. Um Obviously, I know that you said that you really attribute all of this to God. But, you know, from the beginning, when did you make that decision to to be very upfront about that in your business and especially in your branding? And Mm -hmm. has there been any criticism along the way for doing that? I mean, I just would love for you to kind of share that piece.
1: Totally. Um, Yeah, I would say I think for us it was just kind of, again, it was instinctual and natural. um, Kind of when we decided to move down here and Landon took a step back from his other job, it was definitely during um, kind of a rocky time. Like I said, he had been gone a lot and it's just – our family was, you know, it just wasn't the healthiest season for our family. So, um, of course, God always brings beauty from the ashes. So, out of that, we really were able to kind of um refine our faith and re recommit our family to kind of living under the way that God wants us to. So, um for us it was just there wasn't really a choice with that, you know. And I think um, it's also cool to see that Church isn't just this place that you go meet on Sundays. You know, God calls us to be church all the time and be in church all the time and be a united kind of body for Him. So, this was our way of kind of contributing to that and um, putting our passion and my passion, which is healthy food, under this banner of um, Jesus and just kind of, um, you know, we try to do it as subtly as we can. We're not, like I always say, we're not, you know, quoting the Ten Commandments at you as you walk in the door, you know, but we just want people when they come in to just feel something different and feel just kind of that love and that happiness and that upbeat, you know, atmosphere and them kind of wonder, huh, what was that? And then maybe they go home and see the verse on the cup and they're like, oh, and they kind of tie it all together. And um, we just want an opportunity to just really share Jesus' love and, you know, show what a big impact he's had on our lives and what he can do for others. So um, I would say overall, we haven't had a ton of criticism of course there's you know sometimes people that are like we don't want your religion we just want the smoothie not the religion you know but um, I think overall it's been super positive I think especially um, with franchising which we have done I think it's helped bring in owners that are like-minded and um, also share in those values which creates for a good system and of course employees that um, that really believe the same things we do so overall, it's been super wonderful. And even with the naysayers, it's an opportunity just to kind of explain ourselves and, and show them that, you know, we're not judging them or we're not anything like that, but just that we love Jesus. And that's um, just part of part of who we are and so much a part of who we are that there wasn't a choice except for us to to put it out there with our product.
0: I think that's amazing. And I think it's incredible that you um, that you guys just made that conscious decision. And it's, like I said, it's one of the things that I love most about clean juice. Um, and you also, it brings me to kind of a good follow-up question is the franchising component. At what point did you realize, like, you know what, I think this is a model that could be franchised. It could, I think it can work in other markets. Um, Mm -hmm. and when did you sort of take that next step from just opening this juice bar in, in Brookdale and then going from there?
1: Yeah. So it was pretty quick. I think, I mean, honestly, the first day we opened our doors, like every other customer was like, is this a franchise? Is this a franchise? How can I franchise this? So we honestly, before that hadn't even thought of it. I remember when we were first opening, like we were like, what if in 10 years we have five juice bars in Charlotte? Like how cool would that be? You know? Wow. (laughs) um, And I think we just always thought the natural way to grow was to, you know, open some, slowly open some of our own, but we were just getting um, so many inquiries like day in and day out from our customers that we started really thinking about it. Um, and I remember we had a conversation with Landon's aunt we were like, Oh, we don't know if we want to do this. You know, we kind of want to do it our way and we're scared to kind of give up the rights to that. And she said, this has been so great for your family and your community. Why wouldn't you offer that to other people and, you know, expand if you, if you truly believe in what you're doing, like, make that opportunity available for people over the country. So it was kind of at that point that we were like, that makes sense. You know, we really do believe in what we're doing. We believe that people should eat organic whenever possible, especially with some of these fruits and vegetables. And you can't get that on the go. So um, we just really wanted other communities to have that opportunity as quickly as possible. And franchising just made sense to do that. So. And again, God really opened up the doors there. You know, he brought us a lawyer at right the right time that was like, "Hey, I can help with your franchising paperwork and um, a local investor that was able to kind of be an angel investor um to help us because it's you know expensive to kind of get all those documents done, but he came in at right the right time to do that. So it's just people always tell me, you know a lot of times when God's working, it just all flows together easily not not that the the hard work isn't there, but that, you know, the doors are opened easily. So, um, it just kind of was happening like that for us. And and we just felt like we needed to follow that. Um, so we opened, so 2014 is when we moved 20, June of 2015 is when we opened our first store in Birkdale. And then June of 2016 is when we started selling franchise stores. So it, I mean, it was, it was very quickly. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, been great. It's been crazy.
0: (laughs) How many franchises do you guys have open now?
1: So we have 56 total stores open and seven, seven of them we own. So 49 franchise stores. Wow. Wow. And how many states? Um, oh my gosh. We always, I always tell people this time I'm going to remember the numbers because you know, they change quite often, but I think we're in, I think we're in 13 states, but we're slated to be in over 20 by the end of the year. So we really are growing nationally. We're not, um, super choosy about growing, um, in a regional capacity, but, um, we have a high concentration of course in North and South Carolina, the, um, Florida, Texas. Um, and then we actually, Philadelphia has become a big hub for us as well. So all over for sure.
0: That's amazing. Where are you working now? Are, are, do you guys have like an, a big h q? Do you work out of one of the stores? Do you work from home? I'm just always curious about
1: that., yeah. no, we got um we're actually it's funny. We're in our third office at this point. So um, our first office was this little, you know, like I don't teeny, teeny tiny thing where it was my husband, myself, and then our first two employees. So there's four of us working out of this closet, basically. And then we moved um, to our second office, which was actually above our training store. Um, So that was really great because we were able to pop downstairs all the time to help with training. Um, But then we kind of just outgrew that. And so now we just moved to, um, I think we're in 10,000 square feet, which we don't fill up all of that, but um, my husband was able to find a great deal. So we're in Charlotte. Um, we have about 10,000 square feet up here, which is great because we have a studio for photo shoots. We have a huge training room where um, our franchisees come in for our two week training program. Um, we have individualized offices for all of our departments. So, um, it's a great setup for sure.
0: I'm sorry to break from this awesome chat with Kat, but I wanted to take a moment to thank our sponsor of the show, The Root Collective. The Root Collective is no stranger to you, as Bethany Tran, who is the founder, is one of my nearest and dearest friends, and she was a guest really early on. I've been a huge supporter of the Root Collective pretty much since they started, and you can always catch me wearing their amazing shoes. In fact, I'm actually wearing my Gabby Flats today in cobalt, so they're one of my most favorite shoes ever. But here's the other thing, is that they are the most complimented shoes I own. And the compliments lead to a story about how my shoes are ethically made, empowering communities, investing in change through job creation. Visit StillBeingMolly.com. Slash TRC and use the coupon code PURPOSE 20 for 20% off your order. That's stillbeingmolly.com slash TRC and use the coupon code PURPOSE 20 for 20% off your order. Back to my conversation with Kat. You guys have a partnership with another brand that I um, am is near and dear to my heart, and that's Burn Bootcamp. Um, oh, yeah. so I am a burn bootcamp member. Um, I've actually had Devin and Morgan on the podcast. Um, and I just, I adore them. They're How? So did, yeah, they are just, they're amazing. And I know you've been on Morgan's podcast. How did that partnership come about? And you know, it's so funny to look at the timeline because you guys are on a similar timeline to when Definitely. burn started.
1: Absolutely. Well, we call it, they're a little bit ahead of us. So we, uh, we look up to them a lot for sure, but it's kind of funny. I mean, they're in this, We're both from Huntersville, North Carolina, which, like, if you're not from Charlotte, you don't know of (laughs) Huntersville, North Carolina. So we both started in this teeny, small, suburban um, North Carolina town and kind of have um, blown up that way. And, of course, they're a married couple doing this together. So there's so many synergies there. Um, And they've just been great. Like, we can call them and just say this is what we're going through or we meet for lunch or um, their team, actually. They have – Their team members have been really great just kind of because they're a little bit ahead of us, just kind of mentoring our similar team members. So it's really cool. And actually, it's funny, Devin's um, executive assistant is married to my um, marketing manager. So (laughs) we kind of have, you know, all these all these connections. And it's just really cool because we both really care about, obviously, health and wellness and we're in the same industry. So it's been really, really awesome to have them around.
0: That is so cool. (laughs) I love that. I know. I love
1: you, Devin and Morgan. You're awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just what a, yeah. I mean, really, what a small world. Um, I know. So but cool. just another evidence of God creating relationships and forming, um, opportunities for you, uh, opening doors. I mean, it's just, yeah, but I, know, I mean, so it, cool. yeah, I, I am obviously I'm, I, I went to the six thirty camp at burn this morning, but, um, oh, I am. <laughs> I'm going to go to clean juice here after when I get out of the office. I mean, um, I love it, you know, and, and it's funny cause I, you know, and I'm sure that you've heard this along the way, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of laugh a little bit when I hear people say like, oh, you're into that juicing trend. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I- so when did eating like real food and organic <laughs> food and Fruits and vegetables become a trend.
1: I um, always say that. I'm like, we serve fruits and vegetables, so I'm not sure the trend's gonna go anywhere that time, right. <laughs> time
0: soon. But right. it it yeah. really does blow my mind. Um and I, I I did a my first clean juice cleanse back in September. Mm-hmm. I did a three day. I will be honest, I don't think I could do a five. Um I think three was my max. <laughs> um because by the end I was like, okay, and that was great. I'm ready to be done. Yeah. And
1: well that's funny because the third day is the hardest day for me anyway so I always tell people you know try to do one more because I I always thought that way but then when you're at day four and five you're almost like euphoric just because you're so cleansed but that third day is always the hardest for whatever reason yeah it's tough.
0: <laughs> well, it's for me, day two was the hardest. Really? Yeah. By day three, I felt awesome. I had yeah. so much energy. I was like, I remember on day three, I came home from, I went to the gym and I know that there's some, my some people gosh. are like, don't go to the gym. And I was like, I feel awesome. I want to go to the gym. So I went to the gym. I came home. I was like, I'm going to cut the grass. Like, <laughs> I just like, start, I had all this. I cleaned my house. My oh husband my came home. He was like, why do you have so much energy? And I was like, I'm telling you, and I feel, I feel on top I of the know.
1: world. It's uh, crazy. It that's really- why I'm like my day. When I'm on a five-day cleanse, on day five, I'm almost like mourning the fact that it's over. I know that sounds like really <laughs> crazy, but I'm like, I don't want to eat. I feel so good.
0: For me, it was I missed I missed chewing. Yeah, yeah. going to Sound really weird, but I just I missed having like something crunchy or yeah yeah. 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 I, I hear, needed to yeah. I needed solid food. Um, yeah. But but so when I did that, I shared my experience on Instagram and on my blog and um, because people are so curious about it. A lot of people are just like, I've always wanted to know, we know what it's like and I wanted mm-hmm. to do one. And so I was like, well, I'll just kind of document my experience. So I documented my experience and I'd say, 99.999% of like people were super positive and encouraging and you know mm-hmm. thank you so much for sharing. I had a few people who were real had real strong opinions about it. Yeah. And like one girl even was like I'm unfollowing you. I can't believe you. I was like okay, yeah. bye. Like yeah. I'm sorry. Um but it just was really funny to me when she was just like this is so harmful. Like why would you be, you know, you can't flood your body with this many fruits and vegetables and I just really wanted to be like do you hear what you're saying like do you actually hear what you're saying and I was I like know. this isn't a supplement this isn't something that's made in a lab I'm literally just eating fruits and vet or like drinking fruits and vegetables
1: right I know I think that people you know especially on social media, everybody just wants to have an opinion about everything. <laughs> but, um, and I think, you know, maybe cleansing isn't for everyone. I I really, truly believe in it. And I, there's even so much as all these studies coming out now that um, they're starting to look at cleansing and fasting um, as ways to treat certain diseases, even cancer, just kind of letting your body and those organs that are always digesting these processed foods, just letting them have a break, you know, whether it's one, two, three days, Um, you know, I think the practice of fasting has been around for a very, very long time Yes. and, um, people would, I mean, even just drink water for days at a time. So I just kind of look at this. I even usually call my cleanse a fast, a juice fast. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just honoring my body to me, you know, it's, it's, and I think if you haven't done it, maybe you don't know how good you feel and, um, you don't kind of really see those benefits, but. Um, I just, you know, I truly believe in letting your body have that rest and relaxation. So of course, there's going to be people out there that, you know, want to get loud about it. But, you know, that's like me saying, okay, like, did you eat, you know, chips today? Because, you know, that's harming your body. You know, right. we do all these things that are harming our body all the time that we don't even think twice about. So it's funny to me when people get loud about something that really could help. But yeah, uh, of course, you know, of course, it's not for everybody, but I love it. And I know very many people who love it and very many people who have been healed in um, really crazy ways from it. So, And I even think, too, you know, we get a lot of feedback about, um, oh, I did a juice cleanse and I lost five pounds and I gained it all back. And I always want to say... Okay, what, you know, tell me what you ate that week after right. your juice right? Because you, you, this isn't like a magic pill where you lose the five pounds forever. But I think for me, like when I've gained a little weight after the holidays or I've eaten a certain way on vacation, it's a great way to kind of just reset my body and reset my mind so I don't fall into that pattern of, you know, continuing to eat that way. So it's like, you know, I'm almost putting breaks on myself. Like, okay, now we're gonna do even just a one day cleanse. You know, I'm gonna cleanse for one day. I'm gonna have all these fruits and vegetables, and then the next day I'm gonna start back on, you know, what I know to be a healthy diet. So I think it can be used in a lot of different ways, um, and I, you know, I really love it and have seen a lot of benefits from it. So
0: I could not agree more. And that was actually one of the things that I I shared that it I shared that it was a fast for me. I also right. used to as a time for just personal prayer and fasting yeah. Um, yeah. and you know that's like one of those things where I'm like you, you guys you can go back literally thousands of years oh yeah there's there is yeah. I mean even if you're not a Christian like but if you're a Christian exactly. there's I mean we could go on and on and on about fasting but even if you're not a Christian like it, every religion every culture yeah. has some type of fasting in their history like it's a very normal thing for people absolutely. to do absolutely
1: Absolutely. and we're talking about, you know, 1 2 and 3 days here, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't there's not there's not too much you could harm yourself with drinking fruits and vegetables for 2 or 3 days, you know. So it's just kind of a little bit of funny thinking, but people will will do that. So Yes.
0: No, I yeah, like I said, yeah. I completely agree. And you know, you bring, you bring up another great point of just about the ability to, like, yes, we have these organs in our body that that help mm-hmm. to detox us, like, you know, our liver and all that stuff. But when we are constantly flooding our digestive system with overly processed food, so right. much sugar, so mm-hmm. many added chemicals and all these ingredients that you can't pronounce – you know, mm-hmm. your body, your organs are just going to have, it's, it's just fact. Like your, your organs are going to have a hard time with all of that. So by Absolutely. giving those organs a rest and just feeding them with just an intense amount of fruits and vegetables and vitamins and minerals, yeah, you're just
1: going to feel better.
0: Like nobody exactly. gets to the end of whole 30 and is like, Oh, I feel right.
1: like crap. Nobody says exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. That's, yeah. you know, that's just what it, just what it's like. And in- Um, I just think it's important, like with anything, if you think about any piece of machinery or anything that you have around your house, you know, sometimes you have to let it rest, you have to clean it out, you have to flood it with water, you know, think about your coffee maker, I have to go, you know, every so often and clean off my coffee chute and run it through with water and make sure it's clean. And it's like our bodies are that same way, you know, and I think also not to get, you know, super crazy and political, but just um, the way we're eating now versus say 100 years ago, when our grandparents were eating, they Farmed their own food and they grew their own vegetables and there wasn't, you know, chem- c- chemical companies that were spraying to get these huge yields. You know, they were growing their salad in their backyard and then they were eating it that night and maybe they had, you know, a chicken that they were getting an egg from or whatever. So they just they were eating in this different way. You know, fast forward a hundred years later, like you said, we're eating. Processed foods all the time, like all of us are. You know, it's funny people ask me. I posted a picture about Thanksgiving, and someone said, "Oh, do you post an all or do you make a all vegan Thanksgiving?" I'm like, "No, I use about 400 sticks of butter to make my yeah, Thanksgiving." Yeah. You know? So you know, I eat that way too. It's just the way the way America is these days. But we really have to be aware of that and just do whatever we can to kind of counteract that and make sure that we're we're helping our bodies kind of fight the way that we're that we're eating and living
0: yeah i i completely agree now you when you first set out to open this juice bar and you had this you know this vision this god-sized vision of having five stores in 10 years (laughs) in the charlotte area and now here you are in like 13 states almost 20 with you know 50 plus stores open what's your new god-sized vision
1: Oh man, do you not even know yet? (laughs) Well, I think it's funny you say that I just um, I think that I feel so super blessed, obviously, with this platform and just this opportunity. And, um, and mostly with our team that we have here, we have a super awesome team that kind of um, helps the day in and day out run. So I've kind of been left just with a few months with a lot of soul searching and kind of what's you know, what's my main purpose next and what's my, you know, main contribution to this company going to be. And I'm still overseeing my title as the chief branding officer. So I oversee all menu changes and all new products and kind of the look and feel of our stores. I kind of am the final sign off on that, but we have a great team that gets it to where it needs to be before I have to step in. So my time's a little bit more freed up. Um, and I really, um, This isn't, like, finalized yet, but we're starting um, a foundation where, um, especially in Charlotte, there's this huge gap between um, just kind of people that are, you know, living in higher-income areas and then the lower-income areas. And it's it's, I think it's ranked worst in the whole country for just where that gap falls. And there's all these, um, you know, lower-income schools and families and communities where they just don't have access to – the food that we do and they're all um they're they're food insecure so they're not necessarily going hungry some are but some of them they aren't ever eating you know warm meals or they aren't having fruits and vegetables and they just don't have access or knowledge about these things um like I do so we're going to be starting a foundation where we'll go into these areas and go into these schools, and we'll teach them how to make smoothies, and we'll send them home with little packs of chia seeds, and they'll be able to submit for an at-home blender if they don't have one. And we're going to show them exactly how to go to the store and shop so that they can make these smoothies that are under a dollar or two that they can make at home. Um, so kids will like to, you know, drink them, and they're actually getting their fruits and vegetables that they need. So I'm super excited about that's going to be kind of my baby in my project for all of 2019, just getting that off the ground. So I think God's kind of changed my vision from, you know, I know the business is going to keep growing. We have great franchisees. We have a great team. I have a great business development um, team, but, you know, I really want to see how can I go beyond that and make an impact in people's lives that, you know, might not have the access to clean juice that I do. That's
0: incredible. I love that.
1: I know I'm really excited about it and what's cool because we do have that nationwide footprint is, you know, then my franchisees can get their teams involved and they can go to their local stores and um, we can really start to make a difference in closing that gap in, you know, in, in food insecurity yeah. in higher versus lower income areas. So yes. I'm really excited about that. So that's going to be kind of, that's my next, I guess, God vision you could say, or the way I know that God's going to use clean juice to, to kind of unite us all. So
0: Oh, Kat, I love it. That's so exciting.
1: I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled. So
0: Well, I cannot wait to see how it all just unfolds and how God even takes that uh, to another level that you can't even imagine.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Thank you.
0: Um, so now is the portion of the show where we transition just a little bit to ask some fun, get to know you questions. And as my listeners know, this is also the portion of the show where my executive producer husband inserts a like movie clip, a TV clip, a sound effect of some sort to transition us. So we never know what it's going to be and (laughs) it's always a surprise. So yes. So Kat, are you ready? I am ready. She said, first of all, I want you to
1: juice. I said, okay, juice is not a verb. I don't know what you're talking about. She said, no, for the first month, I want you to cleanse your system. So I want you to drink just juice. I didn't do well with
0: that. She sold me a juice the third day I juiced a ham.
1: She called me up, how you doing? I'm juicing. Let me get this Krispy Kreme in here. We'll be good to go.
0: All right. So first I have a couple clean juice specific questions because I wanted to ask them Um, on the current menu. What is your Mm -hmm. favorite acai bowl?
1: Ooh, my favorite all time is the winter bowl. So it's only available in the winter, but it's basically a cherry chocolate bowl. That's incredible and amazing. And Um, I'm going to go get it today for lunch. (laughs) Um, Now
0: I'm going to go get that because I've not had it. How have I not had this? So good. Oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. All right. What is your favorite juice on the menu?
1: Um, I drink a green cold press or a celery juice every single day, um, mostly because I just get them Monday for the week and keep them in my fridge and get them. So um, I like the all green stuff. On the fresh, it would be the hardcore, um, all the veggies boring. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, my per- personal, cause I'm just going to share it. So my personal favorite of like the bottled juices from mm-hmm. the cooler, um, my personal favorite would probably be the cacao milk. Mm, or, so good. It's so good. Oh. <laughs> it is, I'm like, how is this healthy? It, it literally tastes like dessert. It's yep. dessert in a bottle. Um, the yep. cacao milk or just like of the more fruity ones, I really love the red.
1: Yeah, the reds are really good, and that's good to drink, speaking of burn, before you go to work out. It'll really help your um, blood flow and your oxygen kind of get to your heart better, so that's a good one. Yeah,
0: it's delicious, and I am not a beet person.
1: My mm-hmm. husband thinks it's
0: gross because he all he tastes is beets. I don't taste yeah. the beets at all, which I think is really
1: funny. It's actually uh, it's funny because it's a genetic predisposition, so some people, like just the way they're made, taste sweet, and some people taste dirt. So, beet tastes different genetically to each one of us, which is kind of a crazy thing to think it's about. But.
0: Is it kind of like the cilantro thing where like some people hate yeah. cilantro or they love it?
1: Yeah exactly
0: very interesting yeah my husband he does he thinks the red is so gross um <laughs> and I'm like I will drink your reds all day long Yeah, um, I'm with you. the one that I cannot that is really hard for me admittedly to to choke down is the green I can't do the green yeah it's,
1: ooh. you kind of have to work up to it I was yeah. like, I definitely couldn't do it right off the bat but um now that I do it all the time I I crave it I love it I love the sweet
0: green the sweet green yep, is green's good
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good if you drink that enough you'll be able to kind of transition to the green. Yeah. And what I do sometimes too what I used to do is I would get the hardcore one which is the fresh juice all veggie and just have them put one slice of apple in it. So it's enough that it just kind of takes the edge off a little bit but you're still, you know, left with the mostly veggie juice
0: yeah yeah I I know like I drink it and the whole time I'm going I know this is good for me I know this is good for me (laughs) but I'm like I I feel like I'm just eating like drinking salad um yeah I love salad (laughs) I don't want to drink it um but no yeah so good okay uh and then what's your favorite bite on the menu
1: uh I mean you got to go avocado toast Oh yes. I'm a millennial I'm a very 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 old millennial but I'm still a millennial so (laughs) And the avo toast. (laughs) All about
0: the avocado toast. Uh, I had a guest on uh, last summer, um, and he is a millennial, and we – ended up his um his business was not even like about avocado toast but we got on like a big discussion of avocado toast and he like it ended up where we were saying like we're all about millennials are all about avocado toast and empowerment and he from that he literally made a t-shirt with that says avocado toast and empowerment
1: on it i was like this is amazing that is so i know it's the like quintessential like millennial item you but know so but so delicious
0: you no know, but it's so good i know um i love to make personally i mean i love the avocado toast to clean juice but i also love yeah. it to make it at home and mm-hmm. put trader joe's everything but the bagel seasoning on
1: it i've heard that oh it's so good you no know? well the cool thing about avocado toast is i feel like it's just a good base for everything like people put the weirdest stuff on it like Last summer, everybody was adding strawberries to theirs. And now um, we're just starting to offer salads. So we offer like an organic feta cheese and people put that on top. And there's just so many options. It's almost like a bland base that you can add anything to. So it's good.
0: Yes. So good. Um, Okay, Next question.
1: What is something I would never guess about you? Oh, man. Um... I use this one a lot, but I'm a, I always call myself a recovering Taco Bell addict. Oh, really? <laughs> so I was, um, I was deep in the Taco Bell scene throughout high school. <laughs> college. In the, is
0: there a Taco Bell
1: scene? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love it. It's funny. My, we were joking the other day we drove by McDonald's and I said to my husband, I said, ah, you want to know why everyone hates it, but I'm just going to say it. McDonald's is good. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I, I was, I loved fast food when I was younger. So I'm, a. Uh, I'm in recovery, but. That's um, hilarious. Yeah. I always joke. I, I had my last baby two years ago, and I said I relapsed when I was pregnant with him because I couldn't control myself. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious. I actually, while I was pregnant with my son, I craved Taco Bell, and I never craved Taco Bell. <laughs> but I remember there was one day I had to go pick up my daughter from school, and I was a billion months pregnant with my son. Yeah. And I'd gotten to the school a little bit early, and I had gone and picked up Taco Bell. And so there I am, I'm sitting in my van, like waiting to go pick up my daughter. I'm a million months pregnant and I'm scarfing down like a quesadilla (laughs) and a taco from Taco Bell. And my friend came up and like, like tapped on my window. Like, what the heck are you doing? And I just have like, I have like mild sauce
1: dripping from my chin. I was like, I'm really pregnant. This is what I wanted. Shut up. (laughs) Well, When you're pregnant, that craving is like, like, for me anyway, I'm like, I need it right now. Right now. Otherwise I'm going to die. Yeah. like the world <laughs> I is eating in my mouth. <laughs> the world is gonna
0: end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Okay. Um, what would you do differently if you knew that no one was judging you?
1: Oh man, that's a good one. um judging's funny, right? Because, like I feel like when you're living for God, I'm like I'm living for an audience of one anyway, mm-hmm. you know, but yes, yes. um. Oh man, I probably would wear makeup a lot. No, I would definitely wear sweatpants all the time. That's it. I'm like, I'm the sweatpants queen. It's funny. We have this sweatshirt at Clean Juice. I don't know if you have them, but it's our our juice sweatshirt. Yeah, I have that sweatshirt. Oh, like, I mean, I get home and like, I basically don't even say hi to my kids. I run up to my room and put my juice sweatshirt on. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so the most comfortable. comfortable thing ever. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely be rocking around in like, you know. Those ugly sweatpants, so not like the tight, like cute Lululemon, like the ugly, like you know, Walmart, like two sizes too big, comfy sweatpants. Yeah. I'd be wearing those all the time.
0: My favorite sweatpants <laughs> are from my junior year of high school yes, Powerpuff football too. team.
1: Me <laughs> yeah. too. Me too. That's hysterical. They are I still have those. They're so them.
0: faded. They have yep. paint all over them. Yeah, I mean, they're like almost 20 years old, and I am like. I want to wear these all the time they're so comfortable (laughs) yes I'm not ashamed um okay would you rather be considered extremely lazy but have tons of friends or be considered extremely successful and only have one friend and I think I kind of know the answer to this one already
1: um I would I think it would definitely be the successful and one friend but be and I love people but I'm very I think especially the older that I've gotten and some of the kind of, you know, situation, I, I love people and I will take care of you and I will, you know, I will love on you so much, but my, my inner circle is small and it's, you know, it's my husband, my, it's great when your husband's your best friend because you're kind of like, I only need you, which is yeah. like maybe the most codependent thing ever, but you know, we work together all the time and we go home together and we just love being with with each other. So, um, you know, I keep my circle small, I have a few really, really, really great friends. Um, but you know that's not to say I don't love people that's probably kind of like a weird answer but I know exactly
0: uh, what you mean I know exactly what you mean I love my friends I think they're the best um but I also like I love my husband and I'm actually like completely content just hanging out with him so (laughs) exactly well
1: I think too just you know with how busy we are we're you know obviously working full-time and we have a big family five kids and you know with how much we enjoy each other we spend like A lot of our time just together and as a family and um we've just learned to kind of be okay with that in this season so
0: yeah all right and then this is my last question it's a question I ask every single guest and that is what what are you most grateful for today
1: oh man um you know just the first thing in my head obviously is my family you know I I love 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 being a mom and I love um I could just look at my kids and cry almost every time I look at them. I'm like a weirdo like that. My kids always say it. They're like, are you crying, mom? Like they like joke about it with me now because I just, I'm just so overwhelmed with love when I see them. And it's just such a great example of, just the way Jesus loves us. So, um, I would definitely say family over everything would always be my answer.
0: I love it. I love it. Kat, thank you so much. This has been just such a pleasure to have you on. Um, uh, and I am just, I'm such a big fan of yours and clean juice, and I just can't wait to see you, uh, as you continue to grow and use, uh, just give all the glory to
1: God. well, thank you so much, Molly. This was so great. And it was wonderful talking to you and meeting with you and, um, uh, look forward to chatting again soon.
0: I love when I get the chance to interview business owners who are also faithful, professing Christians and really give God the glory in everything in their business. My conversation with Kat is just one of my favorites that I've had recently, and it makes me love Clean Juice even more. So if you have a Clean Juice near you, definitely go check it out. And if you don't, maybe you should start a franchise so you can find out more on Clean Juice's website, cleanjuice.com. But as always, I'll have the information in the show notes. I would love to know what you loved about this episode or maybe. Maybe something that you learned. So let me know on social media. You can find me at StillBeingMolly or at Business With Purpose Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to use that hashtag, Business With Another huge thank you to our sponsor, The Root Collective. Visit StillBeingMolly.com TRC and use the coupon code PURPOSE20 for 20% off your order. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you're a first time listener, hey there. Be sure to visit the archives for past shows featuring incredible entrepreneurs and business owners who are changing the world with their businesses. And if you're a regular listener of the show, thank you so much for tuning in week in and week out, and thank you for your support. Be sure to head on over to iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Play, Overcast, Stitcher, or basically wherever you listen to podcasts, and click that subscribe button. Clicking that subscribe button helps to make sure you never miss a new episode of the show. And while you're there, would you mind taking a moment to leave a review? Leaving a review really helps me just to know what you're liking and how the show is impacting you. This show is edited by my amazing husband and executive producer, John Stillman, with help from Mark Haywood, and the music is by Mark Killian of Third Wheel Media. Thank you so much for listening, and go do something good with purpose, on purpose.